Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code SAVE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a $5 bonus. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome, everybody, to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. It's July 23rd, 2022. I'm Frederick Penny for Radio Law Talk with my co-host, Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We're going to have some fun today. I'm telling you, hang on to your... I was going to say shorts, but that's what I'm going to say, shorts, or tighten your seatbelt. This one is going to be a special day. Let me tell you why you're going to enjoy this day. It's going to be one of the most off-the-wall case days. I'm going to call it the -the off-the-wall cases days about judges, lawyers, and some interesting things that are occurring in the courtroom. It's going to be one of those days when you have the dog whistle response. You're all morons. Not us, but some of these things we're going to talk about. And again, what's the dog whistle response? That's the, remember when you do the whistle the dog and they tilt their ears like, whoop? That's what it's going <laughs> to yes. be like. It's going to be like, oh my gosh, what the heck? We're going to talk about a judge that uh, points a gun at the lawyers. <laughs> we're going to, well, allegedly. Uh, This is all allegations, by the way, allegedly. We're going to talk about a lawyer that doesn't like his former client. That's that's an angry judge. (laughs) Then he he puts a, uh, well, we'll talk about how the gun got allegedly pointed. Um, And we're going to talk about a lawyer that doesn't like a former client, so I'm going to put a hit on him. (laughs) And a lawyer that uh, says some things in court that, even Denise, you're, I had no idea what they meant, but he uh, brought up some important things uh, that seemed <laughs> kind and considerate, but later was not. And we're going to discuss what happened there. And did, then we're going to happen on a Tuesday. 
<laughs> oh, no, it, stop. No, it happened, the, uh, uh, I believe, at the Friday or Thursday before. Ah. <laughs> oh. And I learned something, by the way. I, I guess I live under a rock sometimes. I'm a country it's, boy. It's an educational show. You know, yes. It's, it's like Sesame Street for adults today. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get in and talk a little bit about, uh, well, let's do Ricky Martin what happens if your date stands you up? This is an interesting one. I'm taking note. Uh, yeah, you better write that one up. You better not stand up your date. Um, and then a judge gets suspended, and we're going to tell you why. So this is the real off-the-wall cases day. There's got to be – we, you know, Cal and I sometimes set this up, but we didn't at all today. But it is the, it is the real off-the-wall cases day, and you are going to be entertained today more than – uh, receiving information. And Are any of the cases from Elko, Nevada, by any chance? Just uh, wondering. They, I'd say more Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> and say so, no more. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today. If you want to call in 855-LAW-RADIO, we better be careful what we say about these places. We like them. 855-LAW-RADIO uh, or 855-529-9234. Go to our Instagram or Facebook. You, know, you just go to any social media site. And you just type in Radio Law Talk. Um, if you want to listen to us anytime later, um, we do have a podcast. You go to radiolawtalk.com and we've got a podcast. You can just go boop. You can hit all the main the main podcasts, Spotify, you know, Google, Apple, um, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. We're on those, uh, our podcasts. We're, we take these live. We're live. So we take these live shows and we put it on a podcast. Um, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. I've gone over enough stuff, but how was your guys' weekend? I, I, you know, I just told you that, that this, I'm excited about going over this stuff, but we are burning up here in California, by the way. And I flew over the top of, I didn't know you, I flew over the Yosemite. I was in Los Angeles yesterday. And, and just so you, those of you out there know us, I've, I have offices all over California. And so coming back, Flying over Yosemite, it was like burning up. It was like it looked like a nuclear blast. It was like this big cloud, and the pilots are pointing out to me, saying, "Hey, look, look at the look at this, uh, look over here." And man, it was it was burning up like crazy. I didn't know that. It seems like for the last decade, the theme is "Welcome to California in the summer." I mean, it's just dry conditions and fires get started. And they, I mean, <laughs> for the craziest reasons. Baby gender reveals for babies. That sparked a fire once. Yeah. Somebody used an explosive. A homeless woman decided she wanted to boil bare urine to make it sanitary so she could drink it. True story. And that started a major fire in the North State. So wow. there are lots of weird reasons. Is that, uh, by the way, former prosecutor for in, in Tennessee and California, Todd, so that you can be, if you, even if you accidentally do it, you can be prosecuted for that in a lot of states. Is that true? Absolutely. Um, and, and they take those prosecutions very seriously, especially given the dollar amount. I mean, if it's accidental, that's one thing. Right, but but right. still, you know, if if what you were doing can be deemed to be grossly negligent, and especially if it leads to property damage or, heaven forbid, loss of life, yeah. Well, yeah, someone I can see people. Literally, this happens all the time. I've mowing mowing the weeds, you know. And exactly. a little spark, and you hit a, hits a rock. You hit a rock mower, and make a spark, and it makes a spark, and it goes up. And I saw 
some people doing that the other day, and I'm like, um, you're not from this area, are you? <laughs> I caused a field fi- fire once. Yeah, and not oh. only, as you know, Denise, will they prosecute you if they think they can, they will try to recover the suppression costs, and mm-hmm. those firemen do not work cheap. Well, tell me right. your story, Denise. Oh, well... Before you do, can we make sure the statute of limitations is run? It's run. The, okay. All it's right. run. Yay. So uh, I, I lived off of like a dirt road, and my best friend at the time had a Volkswagen. He was borrowing his brother-in-law's Volkswagen, and so we were hot-dogging on this dirt road. She and called we, it a hot-dogging. Yeah, and we went, well, I don't know what to call it. We were yeah. in the car kind of, you know, doing little circles and stuff. And yeah. We went off and the road. Else? Hmm. That's it. It was my, it was my best friend, okay. and so um, we, yes, <laughs> Todd's exactly. Laughing. Yes, yeah, right, right. So right. we went off the road, and so he went back to kind of lift the Volkswagen. Oh, wait, be- best friend was a he. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 He married my other best friend from my okay. Other school, all right, so, yes. that, that doesn't so matter. He, he lifted up the back of the Volkswagen, yeah. and he goes, uh, "Punch it." And I punched it and started a fire. Oh, my <laughs> God. Burnt the Volkswagen up. Did it really? Yes, and I thought he did it. all. Like, I don't know, 20-some-odd years later, I said, remember when you caught the Volkswagen on fire? Well, that was in Oregon, wasn't <laughs> it? Yes. Oh. And he yeah. thought, he was, he was like, me, yeah. <laughs> you did it. And I'd forgotten Volkswagen, that little piece. That magnesium engine in that old Volkswagen, if they catch fire, you try to put it out with water. It just gets worse oh, and was, worse and worse. It was, They're a it nightmare. Was destroyed. Yeah, yeah and it's, wow. speaking of that, it's one. It's a safety tip, right? You know that people should. It's why you should never park your newer model car, any car with a catalytic converter, especially. You won't. You don't want to park it in the field because that catalytic converter is in the bottom of your car. It's hot, and that's one of the major causes of fire. When you park your car in dry grass because it starts the fire because it hits the catalytic converter. Gosh, we used to park all the time in in dry grass when we went to the country fair. We used to always do that, park in the fields, and I never knew that. It's a wonder you survived, Denise. I know. I just... You know. uh, yeah, there's a lot more that it makes you wonder. Remember, seek counsel. We're, giving, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. We're just having fun here. So don't, uh, unless you want to go tell your in-laws uh, at, around the dinner table, you can use us. But uh, we're going to be back. We're going to do a case or no case and then get into all these interesting legal judge and lawyer issues. This is the real off-the-wall case day. We'll be back. Just segment one of our one for Radio Law Talk, and there is much more coming up right here. And all you have to do is stay tuned. We'll continue. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 
I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything? Prove your health insurance for you and your family. Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800 635 That's 800-635-7188. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All right, uh, back to... Smile. All right, thank you. Now we're getting now we're getting Windows 10 errors. I love that. Best part of my life. Yeah. But in the meantime, back to Fred Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks for Radio Law Talk. You can hear me, right? Yes. I can hear oh. you. 
You know what? That's that's the that's the fun of live radio, Cal. We don't care. We're having a good time. Well, here. That's true. So the reason people come is for one reason, Cal, and we know what they come for. They come for case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! I'm just glad I could get that to play, and here we are. Joshua Winterhalter was in a pickle. Uh-oh. His neighbor was outside pulling survey pins out of the ground. Survey pins, actual survey pins. The neighbor was convinced that the surveyors Josh hired to survey their properties conspired to cheat. So Josh went to his neighbor and said, listen, here's the deal. Hire whomever you wish to do it again. I'll pay half, and that'll be the end of my cooperation if you still disagree. They did. It, his original survey was accurate. He paid his half, verified the survey. The surveyor he hired also explained that Mr. Neighbor committed a crime when he pulled out the survey stakes. You know, that's against the law. You can't really do that. But he was still convinced that Josh had cheated him. The whole adventure had cost Josh about $3,000, and he asked his neighbor if he wouldn't mind paying for the surveys since he was accusatory and wrong. And the neighbor said, I don't think so, you jerk. No more Mr. Nice Guy, Josh said. He called his lawyer up and said, listen, can I sue to recover my costs? Do I have a case or no case? Todd Kunin? You would call on me, the person who, as you're going through this, is going, I, I, I'm not certain I followed what this case was really about. But, you know, sometimes you got to fly by the seat of your pants. Well, can Story I just ask life. a question to clarify? Please. Please. Of course you may. So yeah, what I didn't understand is, okay, the names, I got confused, the names with... Who did what? So Josh Winterhalter is the guy yeah. who paid for the survey right, wait. because his neighbor was the bad guy. Okay, wait. The neighbor is the guy that went out there and pulled the stakes. Yes. Correct. But the neighbor didn't pull the stakes. It was his surveyors that pulled the nope, stakes. Nope. No. The neighbor what? pulled out the stakes because he says the survey you paid for is wrong and you're trying to cheat me. Oh. So I'm going to pull these pins so out of the So Josh ground. hires a guy to come out and do the survey. The neighbor walks out and pulls all the stakes. Yep. And then the neighbor goes, look, I'll bring in my own people. Nope. Josh no, no. says. Oh, Josh, Josh says, says. We'll, we'll split a survey as half each okay. so that there's trust here, in other words. Bring okay. in who you wish. All right. Yeah, right. And then after that, Josh thought about it and got mad that he pulled the stakes up and said, I'm going to sue you because you illegally pulled stakes up. And because the neighbor still didn't believe the other surveyor that he had mm. paid partially for got it. and was still fighting Josh over this phantom boundary. I got it now. I got it now. Okay. So, Mr. Kunin, now I hope that makes it as clear as mud. It, it, it does. It, it clarifies things so much. In fact, I, I, <laughs> I have a new religious following now based upon just the clarification with that case. I, I, I'm going to start my own church based upon Cal. Cal, <laughs> this is such an interesting, interesting case, interesting scenario, using that term very intentionally, scenario, <laughs> but no case. All right. So that's your religion, the, the Church of the No Case? The, the Church of No Case. Okay. Fair enough. Denise, do you attend? Can with, I get an amen? Do you attend with Todd on Friday nights to the amen. Church of the No Case? We'll do it on Fridays. Why not? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get the connection between church and survey. I don't either. But anyway, um, they paid half each. Yep, they but, got a survey. They got the product. Yep. I mean, there is no case here. Um, pulling the pins, it's a crime, okay, but does that mean it's a civil penalty? Does that mean he's going to get his money back? I don't think so. So I don't think it's the case either. Okay, that's fair enough. Now, Fred Penny. Uh, you know, the uh, first thing first thing I thought, the first yeah. thing I thought was, actually, this is a case. Well, first of all, I this happens. This is probably not an unusual thing. 
So this does happen. So the question is, I mean, it's not unusual to find a case like this where, where neighbors are fighting over property lines and one grabs the stake or grabs the, you know, and, and does that. So you got two no-casers. I'm going to just go the opposite. I'm just going to do opposite. By the way, is this our final one? Isn't, isn't Todd about to win, Denise? Or is this, this like? I, I, I think I, I'm at like two away. I'm at 48. Yeah. He's 48. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I've got to go opposite because okay. there's just no way. So I'm going to say it's a case, Cal, and um, there's really never any outcome. But anyway, it is a case. So therefore, I don't have to say the outcome, but it is a case. And um, I don't know. It, it, the, the outcome is never determined. There's settlement somehow. Well, here's, I hope you're right. Here's the answer. We have a little time, so I'll give you the answer if you don't mind. Yes. Josh, according to his lawyer, Josh could have won a case had he filed it, but he did not. He said instead it's only 3000 bucks. Go to him for small claims for the half of the thing you paid for. The rest of it you took. Did he go to small claims court, though? Well, no, he didn't. But the attorney also said this is the most common scenario between neighbors is property boundary disputes. And in this case, it's a real story, but... Okay. No well, Todd, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yay. And that means I also win the overall competition, right? That means you finally get a dinner. We're not all tied. I, I finally get a dinner. We're not all tied. And, and, and that also means that the next two cases or no cases in this show are starting Start a new zero. round. Start Started zero. zero. So will we make sure that, it, look, I, even though I don't want to, can we do promise each other right now within three Within two weeks, let's say two weeks, we're really going to put that. We have to buy him a dinner or a lunch. It can be lunch. Do we say that, Denise and, and Cal? I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I think we can say that because I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, we can say it because we'll never do it anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember I'm going to be gone for a little We could bit. bring him some. Uh, How about three weeks? Within three weeks. Within a month. All right. Okay. Say by the end of August, we have to buy I, him a dinner. Right? I know what's going to happen. You guys are going to door dash a PB and J to my to my house. No, I know. Call it good. No, get a breakfast pizza. No, we know exactly what you like. A McDonald's breakfast. But I tell you, right now, Todd is very easy to please. Yes. I don't yes. know why McDonald's hasn't just like paid you a lot of money to have a sponsor. Do you, do you realize that I, the SEC, will not allow me to buy McDonald's stock because yes. apparently my eating habits influence the stock price? That's exactly right. Hence, he's single, <laughs> ladies. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the real off the wall case day. We got a bunch of cases to talk about that are real off the wall. We'll be back. Thank you, Fred, and thanks all of you for listening to Radio Law Talk. Next hour, an embezzle, an embezzle rest accused of a nasty crime in addition to embezzlement. That's on, that's on the Case or No Case next hour as Radio Law Talk continues. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. 
get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cats shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. now. Raining a lot. I like that show. Oh, that's down. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Number one kitty bumps in the country, in our opinion, is Radio Law Talk. Well, we're going to talk about a judge, some judges and lawyers, but you know what? The good thing about Radio Law Talk is what, Cal? Sometimes we have things hot off the press, don't we? Well, I think we do. What we have sometimes is we have this. Now, Radio Law Talk News. Todd. Yes, we have some uh, some news and update in the never-ending saga of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard fiasco. Uh, as you may know, Amber Heard has filed an appeal, or as indicated, she wanted to file an appeal. I think filed the paperwork for the appeal, and now Johnny Depp has filed an appeal of the verdict as well. So he's a filed. Uh, he's not filed an appeal to the appeal. He's. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. So, so if if you recall, I mean, Johnny Depp was ordered to pay Amber Heard two million. Now she was ordered to pay him eight point or, or ten point what three five something million yeah. dollars. So, so his amount to her only offsets the amount she owes him. So it's eight million and change that she owes him. She appealed, and so Depp has filed an appeal as well, but for the sole purpose, according to. Folks in the know, they said, look, Johnny Depp believes that the party should just move on. This should be done. Let's get over it. But if Amber Heard chooses to file an appeal, then he is going to file a concurrent appeal so that the court of appeals has a full picture of the arguments and everything that goes on, not just those that are tailored to the issues that Amber Heard has. So essentially is I'm willing to move on, but if you're going to appeal – I'm going to appeal as well. That's what she said. And there's another interesting thing. Now, remember, it's $8.8 million and change that she owes Johnny Depp. And on appeal, if you want to appeal, if she wants to, 
she has to file a bond. She has to file an eight-point-some-odd-million-dollar bond to cover the amount so that she can take the appeal. And to date, as of yesterday, she had only paid the $500 filing fee, hasn't filed the eight point three five. But she did give the $7 million to the uh, charity, I'm sure, well, by, I, now, I, by now. Now, she may be saying, look, I wrote a two-party out-of-state post-dated check for the entire <laughs> amount. <laughs> Who knows? But it'll be interesting to see where it goes forward. Uh, he well, wants let's to back move up on, on that, Todd. The, the appeal issue that we were going to talk about is the reason Johnny does that is, and then you mentioned it, but I'm going to get a little bit deeper into it. What happens in an appeals, there's a thing called in, uh, en blanc, or people say en blanc. And what happens is not the full amount of appellate judges hear it. And that's kind of what will happen with Amber Heard's appeal unless Johnny filed that. Now they all have to hear it, right? That's right. So and, that's a little Yeah, bit and so whenever, yeah, exactly. Usually it would be like a three-judge a three judge panel rather than the, um, the full panel. And so now it looks like the full panel will hear it. And so, Johnny, that's is kind of a really good strategy. Yeah. I believe it's a really good strategy. It's not one that I've seen Now, before. you said Johnny wants to go, and Denise, maybe you know this too. Johnny wants to go on with this and put it behind him. Does that mean he's not going to ask for the money? Uh, or no. Did, oh, but, but he said, let's put this behind us, but still pay me the money, Amber. Oh, yeah. He'll collect over time. That's what he figures. He'll collect over time. If she works, he'll collect. Well, the, the, the statement that I saw, the statement that I saw was this, is that <laughs> Depp believes it's time for both parties to move on with their lives and heal. Now, I, I know that we speculated often that maybe one of the, uh, the best things that Johnny Depp could do. Look, when this case started, we all said, oh, my gosh, he is going to get killed from a PR standpoint. Boy, were we wrong. Because the trial and everything that happened, talk about proving to Hollywood and anyone else in the industry if there was any doubt about the support Johnny Depp has among his fans. That was proven in this trial. And I think, Denise, you said that, what, we're a month removed from the trial. He's already been offered or, or signed. Netflix. With... Netflix signed him to play King Arthur, right? Yeah. And... Is it King Arthur? No, King King uh, Henry. Or... King Henry, Henry, one of the kings. Right. Yes. You know. And so, so like thirty or forty million dollars. Yeah, I know he's 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 going to be fine. Yeah. And I think that this trial rehabilitated his image in a way that we didn't foresee. That maybe he did. I mean, maybe he's just this genius self promoter <laughs> through all of this. And and I think that the only thing that he could do to really add to that is if he were to magnanimously come out and say, "Look, it was just about me getting my name back to say this didn't happen. You don't have to pay." Right. A great point, Todd. I say talk about he will make more money down the line if he comes out and says, and, and not his lawyers, he publicly comes out and is not interviewed, but steps up to the mic and says, I forgive Amber. It was devastating to me. I want to go on. I want her to go on in life. And I hope that hope success for her. And I'm going to wave Anything she owes, and me. I disagree. Okay. I think All he right. needs to use it as a shield because she'll come after him again. And I think it's a very effective tool for him. He doesn't have to enforce it, but he should keep it. You mean just leave it hanging out there? Exactly. 
Because benevolence and humility goes a long way in the eyes of the general public, it seems to me. And if he just said, I'm going to be humble about this and be benevolent to Amber, I'm going to keep the judgment in place. If you don't mess with me, I'm not going to go get it. That's how I I see it. And those are all things that, again, I don't practice this area of law, but I do know that post-verdict and prior to the announcement that uh, Amber Heard was going to be filing an appeal, there were negotiations. It was reported there was negotiations between Depp's lawyers and Amber Heard's lawyers. And it, what would they be negotiating if not what we have just talked about, but unable to reach an agreement? And so the appeal goes forward. Yes. But if she could come up with the $8.35 million that she has to come up with as a bond on appeal. Well, a bond it doesn't mean you come up with the full amount, but you have to come up with a big chunk yeah, of change. Yeah, that's, a pretty, that's <laughs> not going to be a cheap bond. <laughs> right. and, 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 and she's got to have you know, somebody back her Security. with it. And, yeah. and I, I mean, who, after hearing the trial, is going to go, you know, that seems like a good deal for me. <laughs> Especially after some published reports said that much of her damages were supposed to have been paid, supposed to have been paid, excuse me, by her homeowner's insurance company or a specific writer on her policy. There were some published reports well, that said that. It's an I haven't seen act. it yet. That's my, that's my area of law. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you know, so here's, I'm just looking up on, on the internet, right? What's, what is a bond cost, right? A $1 million bond cost is going to cost about $10,000. Mm-hmm. About $10,000. So it's 80000 Round numbers, $80,000 she's going to have to come up with to post a bond. For her, that can't be much. <laughs> well, wait Actually, a I think she's struggling. Uh, I think yeah. she's hurting. I heard she I, got a job as a background actor in, in those, uh, uh, you know, those Hallmark Christmas specials. Oh. She's going to be served, like sitting in restaurants and stuff like well, that. A couple things. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't imagine Hallmark touching her. A, a couple like things that. to keep in mind uh, about compensation for actors. Uh, Whatever happened in the Johnny Depp trial might affect, may or may not affect her ability to get roles moving forward. She's still going to earn residuals on the movies that she was in. I mean, she was in the previous Aquaman. It's done. It's up to like one point two billion dollars. It depends her contract. And, and it, as part of it, with the Screen Actors Guild, she is entitled to. That's that's the negotiated rate. She's entitled to the residuals going forward to the extent that she was in there. I, I have a friend of mine. Yeah, but who that's was, easy to collect from. I was. I had a friend of mine who was a voice actor in the first Toy Story and still gets residuals from that every time it's played on TV. Nice. They go through and they get it. So she's got her residuals that she is entitled to. And I also maintain that. So she might not be, maybe the big studios, the blockbuster films are going to shy away from maybe having her in the film. But there's the blockbusters, and then there's the smaller indie films. And you think indie, you think a couple of kids in the backyard with a you know, Super 8 camera. No, indie films are kind of taking over the, the, the Sundance Film Festival, or mostly indie films there, and they're very popular. And I, can, I think... There'd be a ton of folks that would love to have her in some of those smaller films, especially if after all of this you, you play to your, you play to the room. She's primed to play the the evil, vindictive, manipulative um, female villain role in just about any film out there. What about? But I don't see her personality doing that. I don't think she. Would what do about that. she comes? What about she becomes our co-host on Radio Law Talk? Mm. She'll sit right there and sit then right between feet. Todd and I. Yeah. Well, if she I'm does, the room. <laughs> I, I don't know. After some of the accusations in the Johnny Depp trial, I would say that she can sit there as long as we have a towel or depends. 
Okay, oh. enough, enough. All right. When we come back, we are going to get into the gun thing. Sorry, we, 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 di- we, you know, we digress, but we went into the latest yes. things that are going on. Stay here with Radio Law Talk. We will bring you up to date on the latest legal issues. When we come back, we're talking about a judge that has a bigger gun than anyone else. You've turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information... Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000 in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, 1-800-616-4LAW. For law. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. 
If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. You are listening to Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny, Todd Kunin, and Denise Dirks. And now, back to the show. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So in West Virginia, there's a lawsuit. It's not, it's it's a bit since settled, but, um, you know, there was a lawsuit that was going on against a uh, energy company by its local citizens from West Virginia area um, that were claiming they were not getting their payments and their royalties from this natural gas company. And uh, it was quite um, a bitter kind of fight. In fact, the lawyers that represented the energy company claimed, alleged, that they were threatened at a restaurant and so they hired security to, you know, kind of follow and, and take care of them, these lawyers, by the way, who were based out of Houston, Texas. So they would fly in, apparently, into West Virginia. Now I'm setting this up. The judge in this case, his parents, apparently, this is, now these are all allegations. we got to understand, all allegations. But apparently his parents are some of those who are supposed to receive royalty rights to these natural gas stuff, and which eventually means he would. Uh, um, but um, the attorneys out of Houston tried to what we call point six or get him rec- get him recused, and the appellate court went all the way. To the appellate court said no. Yeah, there's basically sounds like no conflict, and he can stay on. So that sets things up to just feel the tensions going on there, you know? And as lawyers behind the scenes, I could see that there's probably a little bit of tension. So with that background, Denise, what happens? Well, the security guard uh, tries to come into the courtroom. And apparently the security guard is carrying a satchel. And, you know, it's one of those man bags. And, um, you know, he's not allowed in there because it appears he has a gun, so he's not allowed in there. So then... Um, you know, the, the, the attorney, she, she didn't feel that comfortable without her security detail. Um, but she was at, you know, at the podiums, they were starting to do their, their case. And the allegation is that the judge pulled out from underneath his robe, a gun, a Colt 45, in fact, and said, my gun's bigger than your security's guns and pointed the gun allegedly first to her co-counsel at the table and then to her at the podium. And he made some comments that were, um, if he made them, they're just funny um, because he was making fun of uh, the security detail 
carrying, saying that the man was carrying a, quote, sissy-ass contraption, meaning the man purse. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm, I'm laughing because I, that's such a funny statement. Um, but it wouldn't be funny in this context. So the, the, um, the judge then allegedly t- put his gun on the top of, the, uh, of his bench and then angled it toward her at the podium. Now, if this is true, what's so shocking is everybody – I'm not a gun owner, but I would never point a gun, never, ever in 100 million years point a gun at anybody, and not as a joke especially, and not to make somebody feel safe that's if that's what it was for. That's a safety issue. That's, exactly. That's, that's, that's a safety 101. It is. And um, – you know, I, I have, I'm sensitive about that because I have lost relatives to to guns, and it, this could have been an accident waiting to happen in the courtroom. Luckily, it did not. What I was surprised about this judge, though, is that he made three different statements to the press about this event. Um, in the first statement, um, he said that it never happened and that he didn't have his gun in the courtroom that day. So, one, he's admitting he has a gun. And two, he's admitting that sometimes it brings it in the courtroom, right? And then he called back and he said the gun – he had a gun under his robe during the trial, but he never removed it from the holster during trial. And then he called back a third time and he said that he would just pulled out a first aid kit from under his robe, not a gun. And those three differing views make it – well, national news. <laughs> you know, Denise, first aid kit, news. gun, that's the same thing. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's a first aid kit disguised like a gun. There's yeah, all kinds exactly of stuff disguised well, like guns these days. You know, you, Todd and I were talking about this, and maybe the judge felt intimidated by this attorney trying to bring in security detail and, and or she was not feeling safe herself, and maybe it was his way of trying to, you know, show her that if anything happened, he had her back. I mean, who knows? What, what his intent was if these allegations are true. But just that's a big if and, well, it, and, and, and really scary because I don't think guns in the courtroom have any place other than on the holster of your bailiff. Right. And if the judge has one, it should not be taken out from under the robe absent an absolute emergency. Yeah, unless nobody else right. does, right, right. Yeah, here's the thing that's interesting about this. The first thing is um, she – did not make this complaint until after um, the case settled. The case has settled, and then she made the complaint and the allegations, and it's now before the Judicial Investigation Commission of West Virginia. Doesn't that give her more credibility? No, that's what I'm trying to say. I say she's smart for this reason. Why would you ever do that at the beginning when he, and if, you know, she loses that issue, he's going to come down hard on her. You know, he's just got to let, let, you know, she's just, you know, letting the thing go get this thing resolved, get the thing taken care of, then she brings the affidavit. So, yeah, that's that was smart on her behalf because, look, if you want to start, you know, adding fuel to the fire, you know, then go ahead and do that during the case. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here because there's going to have to be affidavits from the other lawyers. And Both the security sides. detail, too. Yeah, and well, I'm saying you're going to yeah. have lawyers there. You're going to have bailiff there. Yep. So they're going to have to get an affidavit. I mean, they're going to put them uh, under oath, probably the bailiff and the other lawyers. And there's and, no protection, no, right. no, no, no privilege, no nothing in this particular matter. 
And it's, it's being reported also on the Daily Beast that um, at least two court staff members confirmed that not only did they witness the judge pull the gun out, but that he bragged about it later, having done that. But he's also with the judge still maintaining his denials that it didn't happen. So this is going to be an evidentiary issue before the body that's reviewing the conduct of is, is the there judge. standard preponderance of the evidence or clear and convincing? I, Do you know? I don't know what the standard is. For yeah, that, me but. either. I mean, that's West Virginia. I, I, I don't know either. I just thought that Wow, bizarre. Cal, don't you think that's a bizarre what bizarre well, I think if he's so proud of his behavior that he's bragged about it, this this really just fascinates me. Well, I had a bigger gun than him. <laughs> Look what you just see what I did. Look what I did. I mean, this is it's just one of the strangest things I think I've ever heard. Is a gun, you know, like it's like the Jack Nicholson movie scene or whatever it is. You can't handle the truth kind of a thing. Just something so out of context. Yeah. Well, the fact that right? he puts it on the allegations that he puts yeah. it on the bench and turns it so the 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 guns pointing the defense counsel it's like i mean uh, it's just crazy can you imagine now this obviously was not a jury trial oh right boy. because yeah. there would be more witnesses if it was a jury trial but i mean can you imagine how i would have been terrified as that attorney honestly and thank goodness that the case settled because it, it looks like in my opinion, it's settled because of what the conduct was, if this is true conduct by the judge. I think both the plaintiffs and the defendants said, hey, this could go badly for either of us, and we better settle this case. Why is this guy on the bench? Why? I mean, why is this even allowed? Why was, well, was we got to find out Was he suspended? Well, well, this is, no, that's in the middle of an investigation. But oh, what I, what I want to say is I, I think it was a jury trial, and this was during some some preliminary hearings and discussions. I don't, maybe I'm confused. I'm going to study up on this and, and later bring it up and figure no, out. No, you're right. You, it does it does say that it was an attorney-only hearing. Right. So maybe the jury was just not around. Right. Yeah, the jury was not there. One thing I will say, this is a very small township Absolutely. area where the, where the judge was. And, and here's the dynamic. The law firm for which the attorney, uh, the female attorney was there, that's a national law firm, huge. You had the big firm coming in with the small town judge, and sometimes there can be this power play, who's in control of this courtroom, right. and it seems like that may have gotten away from everybody in that specific case. Plus you've got, you've got the Texas oil, then you've got the West Virginia oil. I mean, it, yep. it also plays on the small provincial oil and the big Oil. Well, who won the case? Well, the, it's, it's, settled. it's settled. It's settled. But, but, but who got the money? I don't know. We don't but know. When we come back next hour, guess what? We're going to have another case or no case, but now a lawyer didn't like his client, his former client. We'll tell you what he tried to do. We'll be back after these great messages. Uh, we have our six-minute top of the hour break coming up right here on Radio Law Talk, so you stay tuned. We'll be back at six minutes after the next hour right here with our second hour of Radio Law Talk live for you on your favorite station and also live on RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. This is 
responsible for the content of this ad. Attention Marines, personnel of any branch of the armed forces, and their families stationed at Camp Lejeune and contractors who worked at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune for 30 days or longer between August 1953 and December of 1987? For 34 years, those on Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries, including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. Until now, the laws have prevented victims from getting justice, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow victims to seek compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. If you or a loved one got sick after exposure to contaminated drinking water at Camp Lejeune, you need the right legal team that has the experience, support staff, and resources to seek the maximum compensation for your injuries. Call now for a free consultation and case review. Call 800-832-9166. That's 800-832-9166. Again, that's 800-832-9166. 